0: Hello, and welcome to Mouse Rants. My name is Patrick, and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. You'll be boarding the podcast in just a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with some important legal information. In a moment, the theme song will start playing. Please keep your headphones on and supply yourself with a Guinness or Whiskey on the Rocks. The following show contains language and discussions that are adult in nature. Soon you will be airborne, so if you find this inappropriate for you or your smaller aviator, You might want to wait for your party at the arrival gate. Okay, let's review. That's podcast, Guinness whiskey, fear of language, keep your headphones on at all times, and anything else? Oh yeah. Have a nice flight. Today's onboard feature will be Mouse Rants. Welcome to Mouse Rants, episode 26. I am your host, Jerry Skids. With me today is, of course, my co-host, Simone DeMilo. Say hi, Simone. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, indeed. And how are you today, Mr. Joe Pardo?
1: Oh, man, I am doing wonderful. That's phenomenal. We have
0: (laughs) a G-rated guest today, but that's not going to stop me from using words that will probably offend him.
1: (laughs) You can't offend me. It's just my my preference of words, that's all.
0: I'm just joking. (laughs) Um, So today we do have a topic, but before we get into it, I want to talk to Joe a little bit. Joe, what's going on? How has everything been?
1: Oh, amazing. You know, I I, I run my own show. I've had you both on the show uh, now twice. It's going amazing, man. 160 some episodes. And I just recently came out my first book to, to help Promote the podcast and the b- podcast to help promote the book and everything just goes hand in hand. Oh, man, it's just wonderful. It's wonderful to be alive. I don't know. Is that okay for your show? I know. I know how
2: negative. <laughs> is right to be, right
0: now, I'm fucking pissed. This is not going well. Not kidding. <laughs> no, no. We've we've had uh, guests before who were extremely positive. Actually, we kind of tried to tell them to go to your show. So, <laughs> um, no, no, now absolutely. Get out of my we show. are I'll go, go,
1: go somewhere else.
0: But that's great. I actually uh, checked out your book, and we promoted on the I think the last episode or the one before that. Um, it's it's actually really interesting. I, I like how it's it's shortened to the point. Would you put this in like what, the self help category? How would you describe the category of your book?
1: Um, it, it probably falls under self help, but I I prefer to call it self development. I I think that there's a lot of books in self help that are. Uh well I don't you know I don't want to get sucked into being the Mister Negatron here but no
0: come on that's what we (laughs) do what do you hate about self help
1: oh dude where do I get started eight you know eight ninety nine ten ninety nine buy my book uh you know we'll change your life it's four hundred pages but there's only four pages of stuff that actually matters um you know and, and it's more than just self help that falls into that that category of things there's you know weight loss books. I have no problem throwing them under the bus. <laughs> uh, but there are
3: like a million of those?
2: Yeah.
1: And they're and, and they have like a million pages, except there's like four pages out of the million. It's all prestige. It's all it's all a bunch of crap. Um, if you ask me. Not not that you just like oh these you, you know, that's all crap buy my book, it's better. But you know what? I, I uh I believe so much in the message that I you know, set the price at ninety nine cents. And a lot of the books I'm going against are twice as twice to three or four times as many pages uh you know six times as many words or more and the the price is is eight to ten times more but that doesn't mean the meaning is any less and uh i really want to make my book accessible and i think it, it can help a lot of people uh not just in their personal life but in business and in Ever, You know, in all aspects, and that's why it's called uh, Joe Pardo's 31 Life-Changing Concepts.
0: You know, I, I read it when it first came out, and this is what I was going to say earlier. Um, I've read some other books well, of – I wouldn't call it a similar nature because I've never seen anything like your book particularly, uh, which is a good thing. Oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> that's a compliment. <laughs> absolutely. Every once in a while, you're down. You, you, you're you like, oh, man, let's, you're walking through Barnes and Nobles, and you're just like – I guess I could start reading this, and you kind of get sucked in. And in the end, it just bores the fuck out of you. This book, not only is it fucking interesting and super helpful, it has awesome little drawings on, like, every other page. It's phenomenal. I I, I felt I had found myself... Going through each of the drawings and kind of just like relating it to the uh the blurbs next to it, which I, it it sounds weird, but you have to check this out to see for yourself. Did you uh, illustrate the book as well?
1: Yes, I wanted to show the power of what not be you know quote unquote not being an artist could do, and uh the the overall message is be yourself so what what better way to do that than to illustrate and write and do every step of the process yourself. Simone, did you did you check out the book yet or are you lazy as usual?
3: Um, I'm pretty lazy, but I did download it to my my phone. I need to read it because I don't know how to like use my my Kindle app. I don't even know how to use my phone yet. So, but I will definitely read it. I will definitely uh I think I can read it. How do you think work this? I, I
0: don't know how to use my. <laughs> <laughs> Simone is super illiterate, so don't
1: worry yeah. about it.
0: Uh,
3: <laughs>
1: well, yay. Yeah, you know, there is an audiobook version for just $4. And unfortunately, really? I didn't set that price. But uh, Audible does uh, you know, Amazon sets that price. And uh, I think that's, that's, it's a really good price for being, you know, just having it read. And it's read by my good friend and a uh, dis- fellow Disney head. Uh, Al Kessel, um, from over at the, uh, Tales from the Mouse House podcast.
0: Wow. I mean, did you make the choice not to narrate it yourself because you found somebody who's a voiceover artist or just because you didn't feel like you could portray your words as well as you could write them down on paper?
1: Well, hold hold on to your, hold on to your butts because this might make you throw up. (laughs) I, uh, I really like to help my, you know, fellow dreamers and Al has helped me a lot uh get my show off the ground he's my mr voice he opens my show and he closes my show on every single episode he's been on my show quite a bit and you know he when when the opportunity arose that he was like hey you know are you going to do an audiobook i was like hey i would love to do an audiobook how would you like to do it for me i could support you and you know help you know support his dream of becoming a professional uh full-time voice actor yeah, that's wow. the, the term I was looking for, voice actor. <laughs> and uh, that's, you know, so to me it was like, okay, cool, it's a win-win. I get to help a, help a friend, I get to help a fellow dreamer, um, and, you know, hopefully get to make him some money along the way. Actually,
0: I actually have a question.
1: So you're on Amazon, $0.99 for the book, 4 for
0: the audiobook. Now, why did, do they set that price? Do they give you a reason, or are they... Did they give you choices at all? I mean, what was their criteria? It seems like an arbitrary amount, five bucks for, for the audio. Or, or, did I say like... five
1: bucks? I, I don't remember. It, it's actually three ninety-nine, dollars So it's four, $4. So yeah. four bucks for the audio. Yeah. But
0: still, bucks. it's kind of an arbitrary. So it's like, well, you could set your own price for your book, but, you know,
1: you can't for the audio book. Why? Does that make, it doesn't make sense to me. I, I think it has something to do with length. I, I honestly haven't taken the time to look deep into that. Um, I, you know if at, at four bucks, we each get to make like just under a dollar. So it you know, it's not the end of the world. um i I, I honestly wasn't planning on charging much more than that anyway. So it actually is right in the ballpark, I guess of what it could uh, could be, but it is interesting when you look at the the Kindle side of things where you could I could send my book at a hundred dollars if I wanted to, but I wouldn't because I want the message to be out there. <laughs> <laughs> did you go through uh Amazon's create space for the paperback or yes, i did and and that the paperback version is twenty five dollars and that was a pain uh to me because of the fact that I was looking for, like, a $10 price on the paperback just so I could get it out there, you know, Um, get more copies to people. But I I guess because it's all color, you know, there's so many pages of color in it, and and it's 129 pages total, you know, it, it just wasn't going, or 127 pages total. That's the price that it came out to be. And it could be a little bit cheaper, but then the distribution of the book would be less. Like, it would be limited to where it could go. So if I just wanted to sell on Amazon, I could sell for five dollars less, and you know I'd I'd make two dollars and fifty cents less than what I make now <laughs> on every book that I sell. You know, I, so it's like you know I either make five bucks or I make two fifty. Um, and the difference is a is a five dollar difference, but in, with the distribution of one, you get uh I can it can go to libraries, it can go to independent bookstores, it could go to uh pretty much anywhere that sells books. And that's what I wanted to be able to, to have that option for later down the road. So, you know, while $20 sound, sounded nice, it just made more sense to have the extra wider distribution. And that
0: makes that makes a ton of sense. Plus, now nowadays, everyone's going for the Kindle anyway. This is how I feel about music, too. People should be able to download the music, but when they find out how much they love this particular band or a particular song... Uh, they should go out and buy the CD or the vinyl. It sounds antiquated nowadays, but it's what I do. I, I if I love a band, uh, for instance, I'll just pick a punk band out there because that's what I do. The Suicide Machines. Um, I have all their albums on CD and one of them on vinyl. Not because I had to, I could have easily downloaded them all, but I, I did download, I loved them, and I bought them, so hopefully uh, the same will go with, with books as well, and you'll have a lot of these $0.99 cent downloads, people will get the word out there, and then they'll want to have those beautiful illustrations, not just on a screen, but also on a nice paperback book, and they'll be able to take it home and have it on their shelves... You'll have your name on their shelves. It'll be beautiful.
1: And and be able to share it with friends as well. You know, that's that's one of the beauties of having the book. I know you can you can share Kindle books with friends, but it's not as easy, especially if somebody doesn't have the Kindle. They're less technically inclined. You can just be like, here's the book. They open it and right. they read it. Um, you know, it's funny because that's one of the, the big scares of, of the digital age is that the you know, at some point we might not be able to read these old file formats anymore or we might not have a computer and then all that stuff is just lost with a book you can open it up and you can just read it you know um, with a vinyl record you could you know construct the you know a little car to race around it and produce the sound that's on it yeah past that it's just, you need you need to have the device to make it work it's true and then that's with a lot of media it's the same
0: you know you're right Vinyl, it'll take a lot of work, but you can reproduce it. Books, there's no, there's no way around it. You're going to be able to read that as long as you're literate.
1: Yeah, or be, yeah, decipher it for future generations. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: it is really the truest
0: form of art, honestly, um, if you want to really get philosophical. Mm-hmm. You but,
3: end up burning those books like they do in, uh, what's that, right again?
0: Uh, what? What well, you know, the, like the fuck effect? is going on here? We're the having a conversation. That, that, you're talking the about burning, burning. books.
3: Like, is that, that book, the, the, the ride, that uh, oh spaceship earth or whatever. The Romans? The Romans.
0: They didn't, that's not a book burning scene. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> shit. Simone! Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so Rome burned down to, never mind, never mind. we'll talk about it <laughs> another day. Um, <laughs> book burning didn't happen until, you know, people really got super offended and, oh yeah, that happened to ben too. Um anyway. <laughs> so that's great though, Joe. And your podcast is great. So you changed format. And before again before we get into the Disney stuff, I want I want to know what that was like changing the format and how you were at a 5 5-day
1: five a week schedule, right? I was at a 5-day a week schedule. Uh early on I went to it was went from 1 to 3 to 5 and after about 4 months of that, I backed it down to back to 3. Um, cause at that point I had 75 episodes and it was like, okay, I, I'm, I I want to put a book out I, I want to, you know, figure out all these other things I can do, uh, to get my message out there and help people. And five days a week with, you know, without bringing in money to pay someone to edit my show is like, okay, I gotta, I gotta, the show has to go down to three days a week. It just has to, I was like, I can't, I can't keep up. Right. So it was good though because I got a lot of episodes out and I made a lot of friends and I made a lot of connections and uh, you know it, it really it really helped uh, but you know in long term uh, I might you know, might go down to two days a week because I got more things coming onto my plate.
0: (laughs) And it would be smarter for for us to do more, but we are lazy as fuck. So (laughs) we're going to stick to the once a week, especially when we're doing a whole musical that's supposed to come out in a couple weeks.
1: I can't wait to hear that uh, in its completion. Hearing the... uh, the the sample that you sent me it was it was awesome.
0: Well, thank you, and uh, we're uh, we're very excited to put it out if it even comes out on time, which we hope it will. <laughs> it seems that everything's always late with us. <laughs> we were like, oh, we have this great episode coming next week. We have this great guest, and then like you know, two months later, Joe shows up. <laughs> Better late I think,
3: than never
1: Yeah,
0: I think we teased you being on Before me and my wife got married And, me, and we had this weird Threesome trip to Disney
1: <laughs>
0: That's a whole other story
2: um, I do like
0: your podcast I know that I shouldn't be saying that Based on the fact that my degenerates out there Are going to be call me a pussy for listening to it But you know what it's fucking good And maybe they wouldn't be degenerates If they listened to something positive every once in a while Which I do Fuck you guys I like it. It's good shit. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't have him on. Joe's a good guy. Oh, thank Chose you. Joe's a very good
3: guy, and that's why everyone should listen to him.
0: Um, is there anything else you'd like to say before we get into the meat and potatoes of the uh, the
1: discussion? Uh, I mean, the, the only other thing is uh, when we we're actually, the day we we're recording this, is the one-year anniversary of Adventure Torium coming out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I uh, heard of that. Yes, you have, because you you were a part of. I sure <laughs> oh, was.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me let me preface this. Um, Joe's a fucking genius. This man put together uh, what was it, about two hours? Yeah, a little under two hours. A little under two hours. The entire story of Up told uh, up the Disney movie, guys. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Not up whole, yours. Yeah, not like Up yours, exactly. <laughs> oh, we're getting on to him. Um, we're getting to him. He developed this amazing story using the story of Up and mixing together all these um, different songs from other artists, and it, it just came out so freaking amazing. Uh, I, I, I don't like that type of music usually, and I could not stop listening to it. Um, so with that said, please talk about it, because I didn't even know it was the one-year anniversary. I should be throwing streamers in the air.
1: I, 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 should be too. I, you know, today was such a crazy day for me, but, uh, yeah, it's, it was, uh, it was an amazing accomplishment. I still listen to it to, to this day, and I know a lot of people that, that still love it. It's, uh, it's Disney music from the movies, from the theme parks, mashed up with, uh, hip hop instrumentals and, and some rock songs in between. It's, it just, it, it came out so amazing that it just it tells the story of Up. Now I've been told by some people it doesn't tell retell the story of Up, but those are the people that haven't watched Up in a long time, or they just kind of they just watched it once,
0: or they're just fucking assholes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's your words,
0: not mine. <laughs> <laughs> the opinions expressed are clearly those of Jerry Skids and probably also Simone De Milo. Probably. <laughs>
1: But uh you know you know the 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 big uh, home run there has really been with uh, kids There's been tons of kids that just love, love, love what I, what I put together, and I keep telling my wife I'm like, you know in ten years, this is going to be huge. Ten years from now, when those kids are growing up, like this is going to be something because they're, they're going to be old enough to understand, right. and like it's going to be like one of those things' where, like, man, I can't believe that came out when I was you know eight years old, and now now it's something I, I, I love." um so we'll, we'll see what happens there but we're one year in uh and actually jerry you put the video together or at least the part one of uh basically a giant music video to retell the story i
0: i did help with that and uh if anybody needs a video editor out there i'm not fucking expensive
1: <laughs> um
0: <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know no. it was awesome and i just recently released it onto video and uh it's, It's gotten a couple, I think a couple hundred uh, views so far, so it's, it's doing, it's doing well. It's, you know, if you, if you want to go, if you, if this is a show about ranting, sure is, (laughs) you know, it's like when I watch something on YouTube and I'm like, man, my, my stuff is so much better than like the dude from dinosaurs rapping, uh, Notorious B.I.G. I'm like, man, I got like a whole hour and 40 minutes. Of, of different stuff that's, and I, now I got the video too and the video is out there but you know what, that doesn't blow up because I, I'm not a marketing person apparently you
0: just gotta put it in the hands of the right people you know, that's, that, that's what it comes down to I mean, how do you think the, uh, the chick who sang Friday got famous I can't believe it just happened out of nowhere it's all
3: about marketing
0: the right person shared that video that's what it's about you gotta get like Elijah Wood to share that video yeah. I don't know why him. I just think he's a good actor. Very underrated. You ever see Wilfred?
1: Uh, no, I haven't.
0: Show is the shit.
1: I, it's about the dog, right? The imaginary it's, dog.
0: Well, is he imaginary? I, I don't. I don't.
2: I don't know. <laughs> um,
0: but okay, so not Elijah Wood. Whoever the fuck you want to share it, but no, it, it definitely deserves to get. A lot of play,
1: I mean done completely on turntables as well, which is uh something that most people don't do at this point, so i you know I recorded all the mixes live um on my turntables and and i I manipulated it after the fact in in audacity, which is basically just a simple waveform editor uh sound editor, so it's not like I use pro tools or uh you know garage band or not garageband um uh Ableton Live or anything like that for anybody that knows what those things are. I, I didn't do any of that. It was all my turntables, from my turntables, you know, recorded in my computer, and then edited the waveforms to sound like they do when they come out in AdventureTorium.
0: Yeah. Wow, so. I mean, that's, that's absolutely amazing. Um, so, I mean, it's funny, because last week I, um, well, we, I can't, I'm not taking all the blame for it, uh, put out a pretty mean podcast uh, so we really need you to save us because it was basically we did commentary on another podcast. And I don't feel bad about it, but I feel like we need somebody good like you to, to, to get into our souls and take and out some of the darkness. Do you think you could do that, Joe? Yeah,
1: if, if, if he did like a 64, I don't know, was it, how, how, many, you know how many podcasts were in the bracket?
0: It's, it's not. That's the thing about it. It should be a bracket, but instead it's a top ten.
1: Mm. It's, it has nothing
0: to do with Survivor. It, there's nobody getting kicked out. It's, he's, I don't know. Anyway, I I did this last week. I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> I, I, I just, I feel like, I feel like my soul has been rejuvenated. I, I'm i glad that Joe is here with us today. Uh, Simone, you're not talking. Yeah, uh, I'm
3: not- uh, no, I'm very glad. I, I'm, I'm so- Super happy! I'm super
0: stoked
1: that that Joe is here. So thank you for being here,
3: Joe.
0: Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank you for being the Bob's Burgers joke. Sorry. Um, <laughs> all right. So let me talk Disney real quick with you. Um, we know that you obviously put together a vegetatorium. So clearly you're a Disney fan. When was the first time you remember getting into Disney, or how long have you been? And tell me the story behind that.
1: Honestly, it's, it's been probably longer than I can remember. Uh, my family was taking us down there to. You know, on big family trips, and we used to drive down. And this is probably in like eighty nine, ninety. So, so yeah, it's been a long time. And and uh, I just always was a fan, even growing up. Like, you know, fourth and like third, fourth, fifth grade. Um, I remember like I wanted to, I wanted to go to Disney so bad. I'd ask my mom like How how can we go to Disney?" And she's like, "Well, if you could save two thousand dollars, then we can go to Disney." And I remember actually telling my friends, like, I'm going to go to Disney. I'm going to save this money. Never actually happened. But, um,
2: <laughs> but, but, but,
1: but we would go, you know, we, we went quite a few times uh, before my parents got divorced. And even after that, I went quite a few times. And, uh, it just, for me, once I turned, uh, like 18, 19, I started going every year. And then eventually I, I got sucked into getting an annual pass and then it started turning into four, five, six times a year.
0: We know how you feel.
2: <laughs>
1: I mean, I live in South Jersey, so it's a flight, you know, from Philly to, to Orlando, which isn't usually very expensive, but you know, it adds up. You gotta stay at the hotel. You gotta get the, you know, transportation to and from the airports. It's, you know, it all adds up. And, uh, I just, I just, it just feels like home. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know why. I mean, growing up, I, I loved, uh, I loved all the parks for, you know, each in their own way. Uh, and, and as I've gotten older, I, I really just pretty much love Magic Kingdom at this point.
0: Wow. I mean, Epcot's our place to be, but, you know, the, the, the country the food. I, I have to, I mean, I don't know. Magic Kingdom's food is, not having it with me. <laughs> no, I agree. I, hey,
1: I'll, I'll I'll give you that, man. Especially now that the taco salad is gone from taking spills. that just—I mean, it ripped my heart. Is it really? I didn't even know that. It, really?
2: Gone. Yeah,
1: it's it's gone. Um, and I was embarrassed. I was like, I was ready. To, I I really wanted to cry. <laughs> I mean, I'm standing with like. Five six people I never mostly never met in my life, and I'm I'm ready to cry.
3: <laughs> I probably would have cried. Food is very important to me, so I probably would have cried. Yeah, well,
1: that's like the only thing in the park that I really love was uh... when it comes to food. So so for that to be gone, it, it really like ripped my heart out. I mean, now it's it's in Tartuga Tavern upstairs, but that's only open seasonally. So, yeah. I mean. You know, I got the Southwest salad, but that's eh, you know, it's not the same. It, it, fortunately, the Fixin's Bar is still there. I, it's, I'm thinking it's only a matter of time for that. You know, it's the old he he. I po. don't know.
0: It seems that that's all that people ever rave about. Now, Pecos Bill's never been my favorite place. I feel like their burgers taste just like everyone else's, but everyone tells me the reason they go is because the Fixin's Bar. As Simone knows, I don't like shit on my burgers, so <laughs> <laughs> so for me personally, it's not you know whatever. But the the taco salad used to be at a uh, Pirate of Perico, right? Before it turned into Tartuga Tavern, so isn't it still like I guess a, technically a staple of that establishment? If that makes any sense.
1: Well, the problem is, is not all the fixings are upstairs at Tartuga Tavern. They only have right. some of the stuff up there, and so I guess you could buy it and come downstairs. But that's only if it's open at the time. Like I said it's it's right. only a seasonal place at this point, so. Is it's really I mean, obviously I'm very passionate about my taco salad. I mean it's something I I'll get two, three on a trip just because wow. I'm in that's where I'm at and, and that there really isn't anything else there that I wanna eat.
0: In terms of the magic kingdom, since we're here already, you gotta give me a favorite ride. <sighs> uh
1: can we do can we do can we do two?
0: We can do two. I'm okay All with right. two.
1: So so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with three. <laughs> Because <laughs> you oh, gave me an inch, I'm going to take nah, a mile. Nah,
0: you're not taking a mile. You're doing two. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> all right, so so it's a.
0: How about this? Two and an honorable mention.
1: All right, we're going to go with Space Mountain, mm-hmm. Carousel Progress, okay, and the honorable mention is uh, the TTA. Oh, God. oh. Well, it's funny because all that's in Future World, right? Or <laughs> tomorrow, Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. Um, and but but Tomorrowland as a whole isn't really my favorite, and I guess it's because, I mean, I, I like Monsters, you know, Monsters, Inc. laugh for. I think it's, uh, MILF is pretty enjoyable. Um, I had to say MILF. <laughs> well, hey, it's the show, isn't it? And I, I didn't name it, I'm just saying it. Listen, last
0: time we, I know I'm interrupting you and you're not supposed to interrupt the guests, but I gotta tell you, last time I was at MILF, fucking, I put in a joke, and I'm not gonna say what it was, and then they, they attributed it to somebody else. A different person's name and definitely they did not use my joke, so I I was very upset about that. They didn't say Jerry and Simone. Oh, that's <laughs> they said Gloria uh, or something like
3: that. From New like Hampshire that. or something like that. Yeah,
0: I was very upset. Oh, that's horrible. so I have uh Vendetta. But I actually do like the show, so I can't really have too much of a Vendetta.
1: <laughs> but um <laughs> uh, it's a quite enjoyable show. Uh it's just the thing across crosses stitch is
0: I don't know how that's still in existence. I mean, I was one of the people who loved Alien Encounter. I I witnessed it the very first time. Um, I believe it was 99, I want to say. I I absolutely loved it. It, Every time it made me piss my pants, and I'm not scared to say that, because that was a fucking scary ride, and I loved it. (laughs) But Stitch is boring, and they don't even use any of the, like, technology that they had in Alien Encounter. You felt it breathing on you, licking your ear, it drooled on you. You don't get any of that with Stitch.
3: No, this one is just like, you're just like, okay, when when is something going to happen? <laughs> Nothing happens.
0: Yeah. So, so Joe, if, you, if since all of your favorite attractions are in uh, Tomorrowland, but Tomorrowland's not your favorite land, which is already weird, what is your favorite land?
1: Oh, man, it's... It's tough. It's probably Frontierland? I don't know. The atmosphere of Frontierland I like better. Or May- if Main Street. Can Main Street be a land? Yeah, of course. I might ask oh, Main you Main Street, definitely, hands yeah. down. <laughs>
0: Main Street it is. I think that um, I'm a little partial to Adventureland. It has the Jungle Cruise. It has uh, Pirates, and it has, well, see, I know that... Splash is supposed to be in Frontierland, but it really seems more like it's in Adventureland. So I'm throwing Splash into there as well and I don't give a fuck if people say anything about it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
0: all on the same side. But then you know, then there's the magic carpets of Aladdin, which is kinda like alright, I bitch.
1: Yeah, right. Scary.
0: Scary? It's almost, scary? almost
1: it's almost as scary as the uh the uh what's it called? The the Rockets in Tomorrowland.
0: Uh, Astro Orbiters. Yeah,
1: I got stuck on that ride once because. Oh, did you? Yeah, because that's the, high. Me God. and Melissa. Well, it, we weren't stuck up like up, but we were stuck literally in the seat because we we they put <laughs> us together in one seat and we had trouble getting in and we had a lot of trouble getting out.
0: Wait, they they put you together as yeah. two adults. Yeah, oh, six God. a six
1: foot three person with a five foot ten person. <laughs> I don't know what the heck they were thinking.
0: Uh, that, that's insanity. I. I I've never ridden with uh, my wife or with anybody ever on that ride. I've always been a solo on it, so that's... Okay, I could see you getting stuck, and then they probably were yelling at you to get out.
1: And we couldn't. (laughs) They weren't (laughs) making it any easier on us.
0: Can you grab my hand, sir? (laughs)
1: Could you you lube me up, please?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we can do that, but we cannot touch the guests. Ugh.
1: But no, it's just, it's just this, uh, you know, the, the magic carpet, the way it rocks back and forth, you know, it feels unsafe. It's not something I go on
0: every trip, nor do I, you know, look forward to it. Unless, unless like, there's no line, hey, you want to go on Aladdin? Sure. That's kind of how that conversation <laughs> goes. But yeah, so, okay, so you're clearly a, a fan of the Disney parks. Are you also a fan of the Disney movie? Yeah,
1: yeah, for the most part. Oh, well, all right,
0: well, what, what do you mean by for the most part? And I mean, what are the bad ones? And I don't don't list them all because it's a lot. We've been over some of them already. So, <laughs> but what do you think is like literally the worst Disney movie, animated non Pixar movie?
1: Go. Oh man, uh, I mean there was I know there's been plenty of bad. You say non animated or animated? No, no animated, but non Pixar. Oh, okay, so. Uh, I don't know because I've never watched most of the sequels like Little Mermaid. Nah, 2. No, those are direct-to-video.
0: I'm talking about yeah. the the ones that were released in theaters.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Um, By
0: the way, Little, Little Mermaid Two was horrendous.
1: Just saying. I don't. I think I
0: think there's somebody that really loves that movie. Actually, that person isn't i <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just joking. Um, I'm not. Uh, fucking Lion King Two though is the shit. Lion King Two has actually some pretty good music in it, but.
1: Really? I, I haven't, I, you know, my, my, my movie, I'm not really a Disney movie connoisseur, um, so out of, out of the list, out of the big ones, I, I would say the one that I don't like the most is probably, like, Pocahontas.
0: Really? Yeah. Just,
1: I mean, it's been a long time since I've watched it, but hmm. I don't know, I just remember it being really boring.
0: That, well, that makes sense. I mean, Stephen Schwartz wrote the music. He also wrote the music for those, a little-known uh, musical called Wicked. So, you know, that. Was, <laughs> and Pippin. No, I actually, uh, Pocahontas is not my favorite either. Um, not my least favorite. I got to go with Home on the Range. Uh, oh,
3: but it's got that great song by Katie Lang. It is <laughs> <That's>,
0: sounds terrible. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Home on the Range is probably one, not only the worst Disney movie I've ever seen, but probably the worst animated movie I've ever seen. I would rather sit down and watch any DreamWorks movie over Home on the Range, anytime. and I also own it on DVD, just saying. Got to complete the collection.
2: Wait, uh, Home
1: on the Range, is that, the, uh, is that what I'm thinking it is?
0: It would be a movie about cows starring Roseanne Barr and Cuba Gooding Jr. as the horse.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's not the one. I'm, I'm thinking of uh, the one with the rooster.
0: Oh, Rocka Doodle.
1: Yeah, the no, Rocka
0: Doodle was not Disney, but it was. Uh, I think it was Don Bluth who used to work for Disney. Uh, but Don Bluth did some great stuff. He did Land Before Time, fucking um, American Tail. But yeah, no, Home on the Range was about a bunch of cows. It was just not a good movie. Uh, and it's, you know what? I know a movie was even worse than that. The Wild. Have you ever seen The Wild, Joe?
1: Is that the one that just came out like a little while ago?
0: It came out in I'm going to say 2005. Five. Five I, I think it's 2005 or six. Yeah, 2005 or six-ish, maybe, maybe seven. I don't know, yeah, but around there. And it's basically it was Madagascar.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I had to Google it. Yeah, I didn't watch that. <laughs>
3: it was horrible. It was so bad. It was like a like a boring ass Madagascar. Yeah. I forgot about it. I, like, it was just not, like, I, I decided to block it out of my memory. Like, I just didn't want to remember it because it was just so bad. <laughs>
0: all right. Now, uh, before I get on to this whole, like, environmental thing, I have one more question for you, Joe. I'm going back to the parks real quick. You told me your favorite. You've got to tell me your least. What is your least favorite attraction in all of Walt Disney World? I know your least favorite park is probably Animal Kingdom. I'm not surprised. Um,
2: <laughs>
0: so we're not going to go there. But your least favorite attraction um, and your least favorite meal that you've ever had there, uh, or dining experience, rather, that you've ever had there.
1: Does the dining experience have to be inside the parks? Yes. Uh, or, no,
0: it could be in the resorts.
1: Because I was going to say Hollywood, um, that, that crap hole. Planet Hollywood? Planet Hollywood, yeah. Yeah, t- been there twice, had two horrible experiences. Um <laughs> And I think it's closing, so good redens.
0: Have you tried the L.A. lasagna, Joe?
1: No, I have not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's lasagna, but it's hip. Oh, Is this? Well, what makes How, what, it a hip? Yeah, what what's the deal? It comes to a point rather than like a stack. It's like pointy. <laughs> I can't explain it. It looks like Art Deco. Anyway.
3: <laughs> L.A. lasagna. Oh, now
0: everybody's Googling yeah, shit. I'm, yeah,
3: I'm Googling
1: it. <laughs> uh, oh, so I, Hollywood. No.
3: Why is
0: my browser automatic?
3: Oh,
1: I, I see. So it's, it, it actually looks like egg rolls.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. it it's, it's like standing on its end. Like, it's ridiculous. Like
3: ah, it does look like egg rolls.
0: Oh yeah, but you didn't get to the, your your uh, least favorite attraction. So my least
1: favorite attraction. And
0: If it's Stitch, pick another one because we already know how much you hate Stitch.
1: Yeah. So uh, outside of Stitch, hold on, I'm gonna need a second to think about this one. That's
0: okay. We'll we'll play some some music right here underneath. We'll bet it in a second. Yeah.
3: Bet on it. Bet on it. it. What am I singing? High school music. What the
0: fuck, Simone? Simone, you've been off your game today. High School Musical 2, you think that Rome was burning book
3: I know. Oh, what the <laughs> hell? I think.
1: I think you need to get some sleep. Probably. Okay, I think I got it. Alright. I would have to say Cali R- River Rapids. Really? Yes. And I don't know if anybody would ever give that as an answer. And, and I've only ridden it once, and it was the shortest raft ride I've ever been on especially when in the same trip I rode on Popeye over ah. Universal and that thing like went on for a day and a half it was ridiculous <laughs> uh, I, it just seemed like it was never going to end <laughs> and the amount of wet I got on that ride versus Cali River Rapids somebody showed up to work the day they were talking about Popeye yeah. so because <laughs> they got it right uh, Cali River Rapids not, not so much in fact I've only ridden on it once because I thought it sucked so much it just wasn't worth my time, um, and I would never... I don't usually like to be wet in the parks anyway, so I I just wouldn't ride that. Are you one of those poncho people? No, 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 <laughs> not, not a poncho. I mean, unless it's, like, downpour all day, but... No, I meant, like, on the rides, like, oh, no, 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 no. I just won't ride it. All right. <laughs> um, just, just, like, in that case. Just like guys, I just I give I up, just up at that point. That. Fuck this place. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> well, you know, when you get wet, you get, like... Uh I just no. And then you're walking around with wet socks and you know a lot of times that's why I won't ride um splash mountain is cuz I just don't I just don't want to get wet. I
0: feel like I'm exactly the opposite. I love getting wet but only like in the morning cuz then you dry off when the sun's out. You know, if it's February then it's a whole other story, but I still do it anyway. But like in June or July, like when you if you go in the dead of the summer, you, you dry off within 12 minutes. They have a fast pass for that. <laughs> well, I don't go during that time. I was just throwing that out there. Uh, (laughs) But that's, you know what, I'm glad that you said Kali in a way, because that kind of gets into our topic today. Now, it is Earth Day um, in a couple days. And I wanted to talk about environmentally conscious attractions in Walt Disney World. And Kali River Rapids is a perfect example of how it went wrong, I think. Um, It starts off kind of, you know, it's got the whole thing with, you know, the logging company and logging is bad and they're cutting down the trees and you're like all like spooky and there's mist. It's really well themed at first. Mm. And then the drop happens. And after that one drop, and yes, it's only one and that's the only time you get wet on the ride, they kind of just threw out the story. And now you know, it's like, there are all these dangers with logging and how do you solve it? Not going to tell you anymore. I, I mean, how do you feel about that, Joe? Uh,
1: you know, I didn't. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that. The, the only time I ever actually rode it, um, the sky opened up, like, as we were just about to get on the ride. Huh. So we got we did get soaked on the ride. <laughs> oh, fair but enough. it was not because the water was pouring on us on the ride. Right. It was because <laughs> it was raining uh, very heavily. So so yeah I I don't even know because I was just it's not fun anymore <laughs> you know what I mean because you're already you're already wet you're soaking at that point so I I didn't even realize that there was a storyline going on yeah in, fa- in fact I'm surprised because I thought it was one of the few rides that didn't really have a storyline oh,
0: it's, it's it's actually really well themed until that drop yeah uh, after the drop it's just like here's a bunch of Asian things and you're like all right. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, which is, but it's sweet though. Oh yeah, sweet. Joe, did you ever see the 2005? Uh, I know this is just so random, but this is the 2005 um, Walt Disney World planning video. It had four different people, and it was like kind of like a weird story-driven vacation planning video. We we did a, uh, a a podcast on it where we did commentary on the video, and it's been getting it gets a shitload of downloads. People love that thing. But um, it's actually on our Mouse Rants YouTube. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I highly suggest you at least watch it. You can watch it without the commentary, without our commentary. But I highly suggest you watch it because I'm telling you right now, you will laugh your ass off and you'll have a lot of inside jokes.
1: I, I'm watching it right now as we speak.
0: Well, let's... let's
1: and uh, it's like a knockoff Stacey. I love it.
0: Well, this is before... Wasn't, it,
1: it was Krista at this point, right? Uh, I, no, I thought... I thought uh, yeah, I guess she wasn't doing it yet. I, could, I mean, she could have just started... But I think Chris was 2005,
0: I think. Maybe, I I'm, mean, maybe I'm off.
1: Oh, the guys just swatted away a duck. <laughs> 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 and it looks like they're all standing in front of a blue screen. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. Simone had a huge problem with that green screen. Right? Yeah, it kind of drove me nuts. Anyway, on your time. <laughs> wow, you that one?
1: is really bad. I mean, is, that's really, really bad.
0: You know what? There's a lot of great moments in it. There's uh, a guy named Luke who plays this, like, stoner character. I don't know how he got into a Disney vacation planning video, but he, he, when he gets to Asia, he goes, now we're going to Asia, which is sweet, and you're like, why is it so sweet that you're going to Asia? Yeah, why is Asia so sweet?
3: Why is that one the sweet one? Why is Africa not sweet?
0: It's not. Fuck Africa, they're saying. Oh, but like,
3: like Asia, like there's, like, in Jack and Yeti, you might get, Sweet and sour chicken or something, or honey chicken or something, which is sweet.
0: But, um, ching, rim shot, all right. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, bad joke, sorry. Um, anyway, so, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, the Collie River Rapids. Um, so, yeah, it is really well-themed at first, but, you know, it just, they, they completely gave up. I, I think I'm going to take you on that ride uh, sometime.
1: <laughs> yeah, good luck. Uh, <laughs> maybe maybe right before we're about to go to the hotel room. All right, we'll do that then. It.
0: Just one day when I can somehow convince you to go to Animal Kingdom. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, I don't mind going to Animal Kingdom. It's not my favorite park, but you know what? Go there first thing in the morning, get out there before noon, and you've already seen pretty much everything there is to see.
0: Yeah, we usually leave at like one something because we hit that like 12 something Nemo. Yes. And then we usually leave right after Nemo. Yep. Yep. that's kind of what we do. That's what she, that's <laughs> what
1: happens, and then then there's really no reason though. Uh, shout out to the Nemo cast; they are really awesome. And uh, yeah. Justin Lore, what's up, buddy?
2: He plays, uh, yeah,
1: you, well, you know Justin, right? <laughs> Joe, do you do you know these people? Is that why you uh
0: do you know the cast of Nemo?
1: No, no. Well, well, uh, Justin uh, got us to backstage to get a picture with all them just uh, about six months ago. Oh, lucky! I know, I know. I feel bad because I was with my friends Shane and Laurie and their daughter, uh, and and they 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 went to the no, they went to the bathroom. Like we got out of the show, they went to the bathroom, and I'm looking around, and Justin's like, "Yo, come on back," and I'm like. Where the heck are they? They're not, they're not around. So I was like, all right, well, we got we to gotta go because they got to get ready for their next show. And, yeah, we, so we went back and took a picture. We come out, and they're, and they're like, hey, where were you? And then we're like, oh, we're getting a picture with all the people, with the cast. Oh,
3: that's kind of like that episode of Malcolm where uh, Malcolm's uh, Malcolm in the middle where Malcolm's where mom misses out on the family photo. <laughs> what? what are we
0: in,
1: 2002? What's
0: happening? <laughs> I do remember that episode, by the way. Um,
1: <laughs> I guess we are then. Yeah, I guess
2: so.
0: Um, what else? So, another environmentally conscious show, and this is probably one of the biggest ones, is, um, what's it called? Flights of Wonder. Now, Flights of Wonder used to be, but before they had Guano Joe, it used to be, like, a straight-up bird show that you've seen in any, you know, you've seen it everywhere, zoos or what have you, they have the bird show, oh, they have the one who flies out and they grab the dollar from you, it's all the same shit, um, but with the addition of Guano Joe, I think that it actually... Um, it, it it added some comedy and albeit cheesy, I, I kind of like it. I think it, it actually it works. Uh, but they do have this huge environmental message of uh, of uh, you know saving the animals and this and that. Which you know every time I go down, I, I donate to, to the conservation fund. I, I'm a huge animal fan, which is why I love uh, Animal Kingdom, which is not a normal thing for people. But I just I just love animals in general. Um. Which is the only time you'll hear me say "love something" on this fucking show, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I feel like this show is actually not bad. I it's it's always the same, and I wish that that would change a little bit. I wish that they'd have different kind of birds come out every once in a while and have different kind of, I guess you know, stupid pet tricks or whatever you want to call them. Uh, but well, what do you think about it? So
1: <clears throat> the show is really good, and and I've only seen it maybe two or three times over the course of the life of the show. Um, and I, I think it's a great show. I think that more people should go see the show. I think that if... It's a shame a lot of times I don't actually see the show often because of the fact that, like you said, by, like, 1 o'clock, we're out of the park because of the way the shows line up with um, with Nemo. You know, getting out... Like, you watch Nemo, and then you, you get back out of there. So it, it's a shame that it doesn't... Uh, it, it the it doesn't line up a lot more times, but that's because there's, there is a few rides, you know, you, 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 you do the safari, you do Everest, you do dinosaur, you see Nemo, and then it's time, time to go to another park.
0: <laughs> what about the trails? You don't like the trails?
1: I, you know, uh, I didn't, uh, people have always asked me about the trails and I, I, where are the trails? <laughs>
0: Uh there's one um to the left of Kali River Rapids. It's a huge trail. It's with the where you see the tigers and the bats. I think it's the better of the two yeah. trails. Um but that one that one's pretty cool. I like that one a lot. And then the other one is right when you get off a Kilimanjaro Safaris, if you hook a right, which they usually point you towards, uh, is the Pangani. And that's the one with the gorilla, the naked mole rats and the um the meerkats. So yeah. I yeah,
1: can't can't yeah. say I've ever never I've never seen any of that stuff.
0: Man, we gotta go to fucking Animal Kingdom, which I think that you would actually enjoy this shit. You just haven't, haven't tried. We're, we're taking you away from all the negative energy, which is a weird thing for me to say, and we're bringing you onto these trails, um, because I'm telling you, you're gonna go, holy fuck, why the fuck haven't I gone to these
1: before? Probably. They sound cool, I just never, you know, we're always in such a rush to get in and out that, uh. You hit the couple of rides, and you get on your way. I mean, well, the Lion King show is really good, too.
0: Lion King show is great, but it's another show, so, of course, you've yeah. got to line that up with everything else. So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, with the addition, and I'm going off topic here, but with the addition of Avatar Land, there's going to be more to do. So, you think you're going to be staying a little bit longer once that opens up?
1: Well, I think by nature you'll have to because the lines are going to be so long <laughs> that you just you probably will. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think I will, uh, but it won't be because I'm trying to check out more of Avatar Land, it's just because
2: <laughs> trying to get on
1: the the attraction. But I don't know, I mean if the the attraction isn't that amazing right it might not it. it might not be worth waiting around an extra hour, hour and a half, two hours, you know? Yeah, burning a whole no. day for so. No, it makes sense. I mean, if they create another primeval world, I'll just kill myself oh. instead.
0: I'd, at that point, I would definitely cash in my ticket and never go to Animal Kingdom again. I'll promise you that. If they add another fucking primeval world, because I, uh, anyway, there's no reason that you need to get hurt on a ride, anyway. <laughs> and they don't do anything about it. No,
1: they do not. <laughs>
0: Um, but back to the bird show, uh, the flights of wonder. So, but you've seen it a couple of times. I mean, how do you feel about the message? Do you think it's a little too preachy or do you think that it's, uh, it's done in a, a more decent way?
1: I, I think it's decent. I mean, uh, you know, we do have to take care of, uh, Mother Earth and, and it'll take care of us. And, uh, you know, um, unfortunately, if we, if we don't, uh, she's gonna let us know about it. So I, I think that, uh, I think it's important for for us to try to take care of these animals. Though, with that said, uh, I am very well aware of of Penn and Teller and their belief of uh, how the endangered species list is a bunch of uh, bullshit. So... uh, (laughs) I have heard the same. Well, Penn, really. Keller doesn't say much. Yeah, true. Though um, so I imagine he agrees, or, or else he wouldn't, uh, he wouldn't be on the show. But I think that they would agree that the idea is, you know, awesome, save animals. Actually, I know they would agree, because I've watched their show. The, the right. saving animals part is awesome. The problem is, is the actual saving of the animals part doesn't really occur. Right. So that's, that's where the problem is, and they spend, like, a whole bunch of money trying to do it for... Basically doing nothing. That's their opinion. I, you know, I don't. I haven't done enough research to know, but uh, I think overall the idea, yeah, let's save the animals. Let's save because I think every day there's like uh, a lot of uh, species that go extinct. It's true. Like every single day, like we don't we don't even realize how many species live on the planet that we we just will never see again because they're extinct. Yeah. Most of them probably in the, in the water. <laughs> yes, like there's yes. there's so
0: many animals that are living in the deep. <laughs> that we'll never even know existed, which is kind of a freaky thought, but...
1: No, it doesn't. No, no, what we need to do is we need to fund that that project from that TV show from, like, the 90s. Uh, SeaQuest? SeaQuest, yes. <laughs> is, is that the one with Jonathan Brandis? I don't know my
0: actors very well. <laughs> Say, Simone.
3: I'm not sure. I'd have to like, Google that. I Weren't you remember. obsessed
0: with Jonathan Brandis? I...
3: Was. I sent? I actually, this is back when uh, people actually wrote letters and stuff like that, like before the internet happened. And uh, I actually wrote him a fan letter that I mailed to his fan club address. And then I ended up getting uh, this autographed black and white photo. I mean, I don't think that it was actually autographed by him. It was probably just like photo printed or something like that. But I was like, oh my God, Jonathan Brandon wrote back to me. So he was a big deal back then. but I don't remember if he was on sequence. It might have been. I don't know. That was like, Thirty years ago, or something like well, that. it was
1: not thirty years ago, but, but it was he definitely was in, twenty
3: something years ago.
1: Yeah. But apparently, he was. Jonathan Brandis was in that, that and was he was cool. also in um, Sidekicks. In, it, no, Lady... It. Oh, he was in Sidekicks? Yeah, he was the
0: guy with Chuck, Chuck Norris, that kid. Oh, my God, I just downloaded
1: <laughs> that not too long ago. And he's also Ladybugs.
0: Oh, yeah, he was the kid in Ladybugs and, uh, of course, Neverending Story Part 2. He was so, also in It,
3: too, as, like, the younger yes. version of uh, one
0: of the... John Ritter. He was a little John Ritter. Was in he it. John Ritter or was he the other guy? I don't know. I, don't I made that up. He might have been the other guy. I think he was
1: the other guy. Apparently, he died, though, in 2003. Yeah, he
0: killed himself, yeah, he... He killed himself because he received Simone's letter and... Fucking was like, I can't have this fan. Bang! Blew his bra. Uh-huh. Dude, he also
1: did the Aladdin TV show. Oh, he did? Yeah, he was Ms... what the fuck Frickin'
0: Mazenrath.
2: <laughs> you
1: know, I hate when there's no photo available.
0: I know, right? Um, and I have no fucking clue who Rath is. But then again, I didn't really watch the Aladdin TV show regularly. I saw it every once in a while and. It was okay. I, I, it wasn't, it was no ducktails, let's say that.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, Jonathan Brandis. What a callback. But, oh no, because we were talking about Sequest. But, um, I actually never saw that show. I did see Voyage of the Mimi, which was starring Tiny Ben Affleck. We watched that in school, in elementary school.
3: Wow, little Ben um, Affleck.
0: Little tiny Ben Affleck on a ship. Um, <laughs> yeah, we need oh, a fun quest. Fun see- quest. See- Alright, we'll put that in let's do that. Let's fun sea but then everyone's gonna think we just wanna bring the TV show back. Yeah, well, we don't want to do that. Because
3: you can't they bring definitely. Jonathan Brandis back, so like no Or point.
0: can we? Oh conservation, my friends. Conservation. That's
3: right. Well like speaking of um extinct though, like did you guys hear about the last white northern rhino is now there's only one left. In the whole world.
0: Well, that's going to stay that way until there's none left, because if it has nobody to procreate well,
3: with. Well, I mean, there are apparently two females that are uh, in the same area as it is, um, and there are two others that are also in captivity somewhere else.
0: I thought you said there was one left in the so world. there's
3: one male. One oh,
0: male oh, 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 oh. Oh, so let's get it fucking... Let's get to fucking... I
3: don't know, it might not want to, it might not want to, I mean, the thing is, like, uh, they're trying to get, like, you know, it's got, like, these security guards, these guys with, like, guns and stuff like that in case, like, poachers try to get them, and they actually removed its horn, so then that way uh, poachers won't try to get it, because apparently, like, uh, each like, kilogram of the horn or whatever is, is worth, um, God, like, something crazy, like $76,000 or something like that.
1: So wait, what did they do with the horn? Did they, they poach it themselves?
3: They, did they poach it themselves? I guess they did. I don't know. They removed it. I don't know how they removed it. I don't know if it was, like, safe, but, I mean, it's alive, and they're, it's under careful
0: watch right now. Wait, so now I figured out a movie we have to make. Joe, you're in on it. All so right. we're going to make a movie about these guys who go to steal the horn from these fucking people who decided to rip it off this animal's face.
1: So we can donate the money to give kids the world? So
0: we can donate money to give kids the world! That's the perfect <laughs> <laughs> idea. Yeah! Brainstorming. This is what we do on Mouse Rants. We brainstorm. I'm just... Uh... <laughs> Fuck, man. That's a great idea. Um, and that actually kind of brings me to Kilimanjaro Safaris. They used to have an environmental message. And then they gave up. What the fuck? Wow.
2: Well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, the
1: fake, the fake elephant in the back. The anti-truck. <laughs> did, did you ever see the dead, the dead elephant? A picture of it? No, what dead they, elephant?
0: They had a fake, dead, um, big red that was at the end of the ride. It's, it's very hard to find a picture of it because it was only there during, uh, cast previews and, um, Or or There was a group of children, I guess, that were called in during the cast previews. Um, maybe children of the cast members, I don't know. They were crying their fucking eyes out, um, during the ride, and they had to rip that out. But there was a whole, there was a dead, big red at the end of the ride, originally, before it, uh, was actually physically opened. And they took that out. Then there was the, the little red, the fake little red that was in the, what was he, in a helicopter or something? Or in the back of a truck?
3: Like the back of a truck, yeah.
0: Yeah, and then there was a guy who just stand there waving, that was his job. You just waved to everybody. They took that out next, and then they took the whole storyline out with Wilson, which I liked Wilson Matumba. I Yeah, that. yeah,
1: I liked the story. <laughs> I, it didn't make a lot of sense once I started taking. Uh, once I took the little red scene out at the end, um, it just kind of got awkward. <laughs> and yeah. Then they put the, what, the zebras there, and then the zebras were were fighting or something. Yeah. <laughs> didn't work Those out. Zebras
0: are assholes. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, none of that worked out well, and then they took everything out completely. But I liked Wilson. You ever see um, My Name Is Earl? Joe?
1: No, I, I mean I know of it, but I've never watched it. He, he was a regular on that show. The the cast member that was waving. No,
0: well Wilson, the guy,
1: Simba one,
0: you know. Oh, the guy that on the guy. Radio. Okay, okay. Yeah, he he's also at the he's still in the video at the beginning. He's in the video, yeah. Yeah, so he but he was on My Name Is Earl, and he was in the movie. Um, what was it called again? With fucking um. Jonah Hill was in it. Fucking, holy shit, why can't I remember it?
3: Super, no,
0: no the, the one with the video games. Uh,
3: Jonah the, Hill was in it? It
0: was, an, it was like an Adam Sandler production. The Happy Madison. you talking about Mama's Boy? Grandma's Boy, Grandma's yeah, boy. that was it. Grandma's Boy, he was in that too. He was freaking, this just African guy who sat on their couch the whole time.
3: Wait, oh wait, I, I saw that. Like, how come I don't remember that? I have to watch that again.
0: I have it on DVD. I have to
3: right, watch that again. <laughs>
0: Um, anyway so okay so there you go Kilimanjaro Safaris didn't do a very good job of uh, keeping their conservational message because I guess people kept getting scared and then it just stopped making sense whatsoever
1: So yeah, I can't believe they that. were going to hire somebody to like yeah your, your job is going to be to wave to people uh, it's hey. like come on <laughs> now, how, how sustainable is that they, they, hey. they shouldn't have let that happen in the first place alright well
0: what about fucking Chris in, uh, in uh, Rock and Roller Coaster Chris, can you grab my Black Les Paul? The cast member came out, grabbed the Les Paul, went back in, handed it back to to fake Joe Perry. That was his job. Yeah. Great job. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes. And now
1: it's just like he he says it into the uh, the mic, and the guy, like, touches him on the shoulder like two seconds later.
0: (laughs) It just looks stupid now, yeah. But uh, anyway. (laughs) Um, Which brings me to Circle of Life. This is the most preachy fucking show I've seen, I think, on all of Disney property. Uh, have you have you seen
1: it, Joe? Yes, I've seen it quite a few times, actually.
0: And uh, how do you, Simone and Joe, how do you guys feel about it before I get into my feelings, really, which I've kind of already expressed? Simone, why don't you go first?
3: All I can say is, damn!
0: <gasps> yes, it is the, the only attraction where you could hear Pumbaa yell, damn. Yes. But.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: So, and yet it mean,
1: still exists twenty years later. it does. I
0: can't believe they haven't edited it out. But then again, they haven't edited out um they cut half of uh country bears, but still keep, you know, Mama Don't Whoop a Little Buford, I guess we'll just shoot him instead. So
3: <laughs>
0: I'm I'm fi- I love that line. But, you know, and Blood on the Saddle is a fucked up song, so you know. But um but how do you feel about it, Joe, about uh
1: circle no, wait, of life and environmental thing?
2: <laughs>
0: Can you do your best, best? Do your best, Mason Lane impression. Hell. <laughs> uh, no, it was a joke. Go ahead. Okay.
2: Um, I mean, like I
3: thought that it was pretty preachy, but I mean, it was all right. I mean, I actually kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. I think I cried. Did I cry? I don't remember.
0: I have no clue. I do not remember you crying, but I definitely would have made fun of you. Oh, yeah, probably.
3: But I cry for everything, so you probably can't keep track of what I cry at.
0: You cry at the Lion King though, when when they lift Simba. I do. I do. <laughs>
3: I have to admit that, that that always brings a tear to my eyes. Like I I actually, I start weeping. What am I talking about? I don't just, like, lightly cry.
2: I fall.
0: I so have you ever cried at a Disney movie? Uh, Yeah, Up. Okay, besides Up. Up is definitely the most emotional Disney movie that has ever been released. And I know it's Pixar, but... You know, when I, if I was a kid, I don't think I'd be able to live anymore after watching the first ten minutes of that movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I actually, as I get older, I, I find myself crying a lot easier during movies, and I don't, I don't know what the, why. <laughs> I never used <laughs> to do it um, growing up, but I think it was because I was more forcing myself not to. Now oh, I'm really? just like, yeah, fuck it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, I'll cry.
3: Sometimes, sometimes you just need a good cry. I love crying. Ever since like I was a kid, I've always loved crying, and my sister was always like, Why are you crying all the time? It's like it just feels good. I just love
2: crying. crying. I'll,
0: I'll, t- I'll tell you what I've cried at. I've cried at the Futurama episode with the, with him and his dog. Oh yeah, that's forget it. Seriously. That's the, that's that's I uh, No, I can't. Uh, it's called Jurassic Bark, Joe, if you've ever seen if you haven't seen it. Try to keep your tears in. Try. <laughs> just fucking try. It's on Netflix.
3: Right.
0: Even without knowing the characters, I don't give a fuck. You're going to weep like a fucking little child, just just as everyone else I know has. Such a great show, though. Um, anyway, but how do you feel about the circle of life and environmental fables?
2: <laughs> you know, I... Uh.
1: I think that it's, uh, I, I think it kind of has to be kind of preachy, right? Because you're going into it with a, with a show called The Circle of Life, and, uh, what, what is it going to do? Like walk a balance beam of like, well, we don't want to tell you what to do, <laughs> but... You know live in the waste you know the toxic waste that we uh that we make for ourselves the way that they they try to like
0: force the emotion out of you like like when they're they're showing the animals and it, i mean I can understand why someone would cry during it, you know because it, they 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 kind of force it out of you, and i'm actually not so against it being preachy, but it is fucking preachy,
1: you know what i mean definitely well the, the you know what 's funny is is the <laughs> The sponsor, I don't think it's still sponsored by Nestle, but it used to be sponsored by Nestle. Um, and if you know anything about the Nestle story, uh, especially with like the Poland Springs and of uh, the Nestle story, uh, like the environmental part of it is, uh, pretty hilarious, considering they they suck water out of the ground and sell it to in a bottle.
0: Yeah, well. <laughs> uh, all right.
1: That's, <laughs> not not to get precious. No, absolutely, no but, absolutely.
0: I'm actually I was interested. But, I was I was listening intently to hear I, I wanted to hear how also awesome, I mean, were they as
1: awful as Monsanto? Well I know Monsanto has uh, been pretty bad though, just recently was it, um Mr. Bill and I has has backpedaled on his GMO uh hatred. Really? Yeah, yeah, he he uh he mentioned it briefly in an interview uh that was only maybe like three or four minutes long. That he, you know, that some new science is coming coming together, and he is uh, more for it, which is very interesting. I think, yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, and, and and honestly, dude, we've all been eating this stuff for like how long now? Like years, yeah. decades. But yeah, so I I, I think that. Uh, I, I think it's, it's it, you know it's it's an interesting story. I think it's a good use of the characters. I think it was a good use of of everything. I think it's time to maybe find some new characters. <laughs> you know, let's do an Olaf. There uh, you go. In oh God. you're you're, you're not
0: playing to our strengths here. <laughs>
1: hey, hey, I'm not saying I'm a Frozen fan. I'm just saying. There's an idea, Disney take it, run with it. You know you're gonna, you know it's gonna be a hit if you do it, and you can do all about global warming and all that stuff, and uh, you know basically put out the same thing twenty years later except uh, with an updated character. Um,
0: you were talking about Bill Nye, and we were just talking about uh, options <laughs> like that. Um, the universe of energy or Ellen's Energy Adventure is also kind of outdated. It could easily be updated to talk about new forms of energy and and also not be about Jeopardy anymore. Um, although I do like it, it's just, you know, who watches Jeopardy anymore? People
3: watch Jeopardy. That's oh, there's relevant.
0: somebody out there is watching Jeopardy. Somebody. Are you? No. And neither am I. And are you, Simone? <laughs> no, so but I know
3: people watch Jeopardy. Let's make it about once upon a
0: time. No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh, no. <laughs> um, no, but... You know, I mean, we that needs to be updated. I have no problem. I think Ellen should come back and do it again because she was good in it. I think it's a great, you know.
1: I don't know. Have you seen Bill Nye lately?
0: Yes, and he's, ah, like, I is. love
1: Bill, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I think he's gonna need a lot of
0: makeup. <laughs> well, we saw him at Comic Con. He was fine. Yeah, we did.
3: <laughs> yeah, that was like we just made it in to see him because like we were the last people that they let in.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh. His wow.
3: panel, like they, it was like completely full. People like camped out for Bill Nye or something.
1: It was crazy. Yeah. Glad you guys got in. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we
0: were super really, smart. Really
2: lucky.
0: <laughs> but um, how do you feel about um, the the uh, Ellen's Energy adventure? I keep forgetting it, because I know it was Ellen's Energy Crisis at one point, too. But, uh, I mean, it's super... I, I personally think it's super outdated, but what do you think?
1: Um. Yeah, it's it's outdated. Uh, I love the pre-show a lot more than I love the actual show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I only ride it if uh, if I can get on the leftmost cart, you know the, the leftmost car right. because because uh, it's the first one to go through. And you're not sitting around waiting as long uh, to get through the ride. Right. And I, I think that uh, I, I there's been plenty of times where I've actually walked in. Watched the whole pre-show and then left because that's all I needed to see. I mean, I love it. I love them. I think they're great together. It'd be awesome if they could come up with a competent, uh, reboot of, of the attraction with the two of them. I don't know that they, you know, I don't know that they could do it, pull it off. Uh, cause, you know, once you do it, it's, it's over, right? Like, right. You, you can't just be like, oh, we're going back to 20 years, 20 years ago. <laughs> right, no. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: I know. Journey work.
0: into imagination. I get it. Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, uh, I, I, you know, hopefully they could, they could do it. But yeah, I, I enjoy it. It's great for a good nap.
2: Because
1: <laughs> um, there's a lot of, you know, the animatronics parts is, it just is really slow and, yeah. and a good time to take out your cell phone or get a nap. Right.
0: No, I mean I agree. Not about the cell phone part, but <laughs> <laughs> check out episode five. The rules are not for me. Um,
3: <laughs> no, but
0: it, you know it's it's true. We were on the right hand side last time, and we were definitely. St- I thought we were we were stuck. I've I've never been on the right, so I didn't realize that we actually have to wait for all the other cars to go first. Uh, so what, you've never
1: been on the right before? Before that point? Oh no, no,
0: I've never been on the right. The, oh,
1: on the right. Yeah, I've always I'm always in
0: the middle or on the left. Um, usually in the middle. So, but we were on the right-hand side. I don't even know why we were. We just kind of just went there. And, um, yeah, because we thought we were stuck in the in the dinosaur side. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess we're going to be watching this for a while. Uh, and then I realized, nope, the ride is still going. <laughs> <laughs> and then
3: we got stuck with these cast members who were talking about their ship. Oh, yeah. And we're like, are you just going to, are you going to, like, enjoy this ride? Or are you just going to talk about, you know, when your next, Day that you have to come in is like you know and switching shifts with other cast members.
0: <laughs> it's true. And then behind us, we had this lady who was trying to dispel the Big Bang theory to her kid. Oh, oh, sweet. <laughs> oh,
3: that's right. Yeah, because she uh, when uh, the, there was talk of dinosaurs, she like we heard like this woman saying, oh, "This is." This is pretty
0: offensive. She said the Big Bang was offensive. But then the kid said, Well, if if there were dinosaurs, do you think that they would whatever, XYZ? And she goes, There's no such thing. That's that's it's a made up story. And then he goes, I know, but if there were dinosaurs <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, I hate this woman so much. I really if do If there
1: if they're worse, they just made up <laughs> everything. <laughs> the the all the proof, every it's all just one big conspiracy. Uh, Illuminati <laughs> conspiracy theory. It's
3: all make believe, apparently. Yeah,
1: and the Earth is six thousand years old. Sure,
0: <sighs> six thousand years
1: old. <laughs> they just actually they just found the they just found a skeleton that was even older than we thought that we were. I know. <laughs>
3: yeah, I know. So it's
1: like, hey, so, that's the great thing about science is it it's ne- it's never complete. It just keep you just keeps evolving. Yeah. Religions like that, except it doesn't evolve. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, some religions do, but, you know, it takes a long time for them to evolve.
0: Yeah, and in general, we were talking, not like, you know, 100%. And there, there are some sects, and that's S-E-C-T-S, not S-E-X, um, of religions that will constantly evolve, and that's cool. I'm not getting into the religious debate, though, because that could become a whole <laughs> other thing, and we don't have time for that. But <laughs> um, the environmental message in um, energy, you think it still holds up?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I was, I was thinking about that the other day. Um, I think that they make enough generalizations in the show that it, it does. Hmm. You know, I, I, I think that uh, obviously solar power has come a long way since oh, yeah. since the show, you know, since they did the show and wind power has come a long way. But But again, they've made such wide generalizations about it that it's still correct. And honestly that's probably one of the reasons they haven't updated it. Cause if they update it, what are they going to do? Make more specific stuff. Cause as soon as the specifics come out within two years, they're going to have to update it again. Right. 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 It's not like we have another version of energy that just came, you know, it, it, it just happened to, to be stumbled upon in the last five years. Then it was so abundant and transparent that we were able to start powering entire countries with it. You know what I mean? It's like we found a whole new source of energy. Um, and, and we, we were, it was so, we were able to mobilize it across the world within five years. Yeah. Cause it was that simplistic to, to make happen.
0: Yeah. It's, it's true. Uh, and it's, it, it's a lot of, um, innovations will come along. But I do understand, you know, cause with the ever-changing technology and the ever-changing options, um, f- they would have to update. It is it is very general right now. I think they could get a little bit more specific on what we've done so far, though. You know, how far we've come. Because they do talk about that a little bit, but now that, you know, how long has it been? 1996, this one came out. You know, So they can at least talk about the advancements, I think, and, and how far we've gotten and still keep the options just as open in general as they were before, I think.
1: you got to be able to keep the attention of the audience. That's the other thing, right? It's so if true. you start getting too specific, then you start losing people. I mean, as it is, it's a 40-something-minute ride.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I, I never said that, that animatronic scene was too, was short, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't think that those dinosaurs, I know they wanted to keep them. I just don't feel like it's necessary anymore. I, I do like the ride, and, uh, I, I.
1: According to some people, they don't exist, so, you know. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's just yeah, cut them out anyway. Yeah,
0: not not really. it, it also kind of has nothing to do with anything, in a way. I mean, I, I get what they were trying to do. There's no reason that we're talking about energy, and then it's just like, let's drive through dinosaurs for 10 minutes. And now let's, you know, let's talk <laughs> about energy again. It's just kind of, it feels disjointed.
1: It's their appeal to little boys. Right. <laughs> uh, I
0: got that, but you know, <laughs> it's just um, I guess it's the it's the Epcot um, nostalgia in me that that just want. I, I mean, I like the original universe of energy myself, um, but it was very boring to kids. I, I'm just a weird exception, you know. Cause <laughs> I liked Communicore and all that other stuff the way that it was before. I thought it uh, they mix the education with the entertainment a lot better than interventions and. I mean, you could see that proven by the fact that everything's closing in interventions now. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's sad, sad times in interventions. What'd you say?
3: Edutainment.
0: Edutainment, indeed. Um, so I think that I mean, I mean, there's others, there's other attractions that exist and that um, have closed, but I think that we've hit the main points here. I mean, with Animal Kingdom opening, it's funny because originally we were going to talk about how Animal Kingdom or the uh, or Animal Kingdom's open how that changed the rest of Walt Disney World. But in my research, it really didn't. A lot of the things that they were doing now, they were doing then. And a lot of the stuff they just kind of started. Like, they have a lot of Disney Channel... Uh, what was it? When we when we went down there, we saw that they had these, like, uh, the Disney Channel stars, whatever shows they have on now. They're, they're doing this... um Campaign, trying to reach kids and tell them just simple things: recycle, all the stuff that you should really know. So, I mean, they're doing their part, but it's—I don't really feel like Animal Kingdom had any impact.
1: Well, you know, I, I grew up a, a Nickelodeon kid, and uh, they had the big help growing up. So, you know that—that's exists. That kind of stuff has existed. I remember that with Pete and Pete. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so, I mean, it's not—they're just. Expanding on what was already out there. Right, exactly. So,
0: anyway, so that's uh, I think that's going to be our environmental talk. Happy Earth Day, Joe.
1: Thank you. You too. I hope uh, I hope the crazy environmentalists don't come to your house and uh, tax you for everything.
0: Hey, I do my part only because if I didn't, I would get fined because Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn is an asshole. That's
3: true. You have to, yeah. Like I remember when I was a kid, like we got fined like a hundred dollars or something, like back in the nineties for not like recycling properly or something like that. They found like a can. Yeah, that's what they do in New York City. Yeah. Like they, they <laughs> fine they find you. You, it's like you better recycle or else we will we'll, we'll freaking find your ass.
0: And if they find any of your personal garbage in like the public garbage cans, they find you for that too. Yep. Really? They fine yes. you for anything here, but you can
3: jaywalk all you want.
0: Yep, can't jaywalk in any other state, or yep. else you get fined. Yep. Believe me, I learned that the hard way in Texas. Fucking the cop comes up to me. What do you think you're doing? Crossing the street. <laughs> he made a huge deal about it. Where are you from? New York. He goes, Oh. Well, <laughs> I was like, Whatever. He goes, You can't. You have to cross the crosswalk. I was like, Oh, all right. Thanks. And he didn't. Luckily, he didn't give me a ticket, but. He was scary.
2: Yeah, well, well
3: at least he didn't shoot you. Oh, he might have. He might have. He might have. Well, that's like when I went to, to Disneyland. I went to California, and the freaking hotel, I stayed at, like, the, I don't know, the, whatever, Super, Super 8 or Super 6 or Motel 6 or whatever the hell they're called. Like, it was, like, across the street. And I was like, seriously, I have to wait at the crosswalk? Seriously? This is stupid. Why do I have to wait at the cross- crosswalk? Why can't I just cross? There's no cars. Didn't make any sense.
0: How about there in Jersey Joe are you, do you are you able to cross in the middle of the street?
1: Uh, I think it's against the wall but I mean well, well I mean where I'm at there's not a whole lot of crosswalks and usually if there is a crosswalk um, if it's during like a school you know in the morning or at night they usually have a crossing guard right for the for the few that do exist so I mean I, I could walk out my street and walk across the street anytime I want and <laughs> no one's gonna get mad at me. Well, that's a good thing. That is a good thing.
0: So, Joe, uh, before we close this out, I have this disboards ramp thing that I kind of started doing that we've included as a segment on our show. I was wondering, do you want to participate in
1: maybe one? Yeah, sure, why not? It'll be fun. All
0: right. Um, I pulled this one up beforehand. To me, this is probably the stupidest one I could find, Um, and you could tell that by the fact that the word stupid is in the title. Um, So (laughs) i Again, this is on the uh, community board and the disboards, um, and it was posted yesterday, and it says Stupid Food Thawing Question. That's the title of it. I didn't write that. They did. Um, here's the body. Okay. Oh, by the way, this is from Shelly F. from Ohio. Alright. She wrote, Hi, Shelly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, she claims herself to be a Disney extraordinaire. That's what it says on her profile. All right. So
1: is everybody else on the board. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> she goes,
0: okay. I have a package of Hormel pot roast. First of all... <laughs> I, I got halfway through the first sentence. That's fucking disgusting. So she... Uh, Hormel... I know Hormel is like uh, canned chili, right? They have that. So they, they, they do this canned pot roast, too. It's fucking disgusting. Hey,
3: I used to eat Hormel pot
0: roast. How old were you? Eight. Rest my case. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: okay. Okay, I have a package... What am I, eight? Sorry. Uh, okay. I have a package of Hormel pot roast that I took out of the freezer yesterday and put in the fridge. That's fucking disgusting. On the package, it says, use or freeze by 11-9-14. Is it safe to cook today? No question mark, by the way. So it's just a statement, so I don't know what I'm supposed to answer this with. Um, Please don't flame me. Oh, sorry. I am only operating on one brain cell today and not thinking clearly. She just makes it so easy, doesn't she? (laughs) Oh, and I have an earache and I told the husband, the husband, if I cut of my ear if I cut of my ear, okay. I won't be able to see.
3: <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs>
0: Wait, I'm sorry, what? I, I I had to pause because I could not control myself any longer. Man, Again, I'll read the sentence. <laughs> I have an earache and I told the husband if I cut off If I cut of my ear, I won't be able to see. And then the next sentence is, he said what? No question mark, no quotes, just he said what? Okay. I replied that I would not have an ear to hold my glasses on my head. He said, oh man, I thought you had lost all your marbles. It's been one of those days. Okay. (laughs) There's so much I can say right now. Um... Does anybody else want to start before me? Because I'm about to flip out. <laughs> uh... I
1: don't know, I'm gonna be too positive for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, be positive. Let's let's do the positive first, and then I'll yell.
1: Okay. So, uh, man, the day she must be having. <laughs> I don't know where to begin there, because. Um, but hey, you know, at least she she clarified the whole not being able to see part without like just going into the whole. Well, if I don't have an ear. Uh, my earballs will fall out, um, and I won't be able to see. So that—that that was an Archer reference for anyone that, that knows. Um, <laughs> I
0: do like Archer, but uh, I have only seen season one.
1: Oh my god, you're so far behind!
0: I know, I know.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, so I—I—I don't—I I don't know what these uh, these these things that she's trying to heat up are, but it, <laughs> it, it sounds like. Uh, it it sounds like it went bad last year, doesn't it?
3: <laughs>
1: right? I mean, that's what the,
2: yes.
1: the package oh. is indicating. Though, um, <laughs> so I will say this. I probably would throw it in the microwave and eat it because if I'm hungry and it's there and I can microwave it long enough, it's probably killing anything that it might be in it. It probably won't taste as good as it would prior, yeah. um, though in your opinion... Jerry, it probably doesn't taste good at all. No. No, I even mean, if it's, it's in date.
0: <laughs> <laughs> make pot roast, please.
1: <laughs> but uh, hopefully she uh, she figured it out and her family looked, didn't have to look forward to starving for dinner.
0: If, if she's cooking that for her family, I really do feel bad for her. But um, <laughs> my, <clears throat> my comment is going to be on the bottom of this first. There's no punctuation anywhere that makes any sense. Like, Fucking it, real. Like I know you might not be a grammar Nazi, but I am. He said what is a question, or not? I mean, it's a statement, but what is a question? So there should have been a question mark. There should have been quotes around it because he said it. He said what is not a sentence. Dude, all you he keep
1: hearing is what what in the butt. What
0: what, what in, in the, the butt? butt? Yeah. Um, I <laughs> 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 and that's never mind. Um, <laughs> so th- I feel like the bottom of this statement could have just been cut out without changing anything. The question would have still stayed the same as should she still use this food without the whole entire conversation about, oh, I lost all your marbles. It's uh, 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 holding my glasses on my head does not need to be said. It's completely irrelevant. What the fuck? Second of all, Technically, if you put it in the freezer before 11-9-14, it's supposed to be safe to cook. That's what it says. It says, use or freeze by 11-9-14. That's the words. So, did you freeze it by (laughs) 11-9-14?
1: Sounds like she did.
0: Right. So then she should, I guess, be okay. But... It is a known fact that putting food in the freezer to eat years later does not prevent it from E. coli and all other big
1: diseases,
0: so you should just throw it out anyway.
1: <laughs> well, it doesn't, it's weird it doesn't tell you how long, right? So it says you need to either use it or freeze it. Right. Um, I, you know, it should have some kind of like three years. You know, you have three years to eat this. Right. I, or something to that effect. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's why they have, the like, I guess the sell-by date. But they it should, like, I know that some food, like beans, I think, has a best if eaten by X, Y, Z. And after that, you should probably throw it out.
1: <laughs> but, no, that's more like a challenge. <laughs> whether or not you could get them down uh, well, three or four <laughs> or five years after the fact.
0: Yeah. Well, they're supposed to be, you know, non-perishables, but... I, hey, I if it's the
1: only thing that's left to eat,
0: listen, if I'm, <laughs>
1: you're going to eat. If,
0: I'm, if there's a nuclear war and I'm in a bomb shelter, you better believe I'm going to be eating some Hormel pot roast. It'll be fucking delicious. But if I can make a pot roast, for it, which, by the way, is not that expensive to make. You get some, some meat, cheap meat and you get some potatoes and that's it. And then you cut them up and you fucking make a sauce. It does not cost that much money. Let's do that instead of actually buying canned pot roast. It's healthier. Yeah by the way, if you didn't know that. Um, But if I'm stuck with only that in the house, yes, of course, I'm going to eat it. But I will not freeze anything ever. Uh, Simone knows. I I refuse to freeze anything ever. If I have meat that looks like it's going to go bad, I I throw it out. Garbage. Sorry. Because it's going to go bad. You're just not going to notice it anyway. (laughs) Um, I feel like this woman is retarded, but this woman really pissed me off with her stupid question and her um, incessant talking about her ears and seeing and her eyes and the glasses and the marbles. Simone?
3: Oh, we, we, I, I mean, for Hormel, pot roast did taste really good, so R.I.P. Uh, my enjoying Hormel pot roast.
0: <laughs> That's a stress. Every fucking episode, you have to R.I.P. something.
3: R.I.P. my eight-year-old taste buds. Did you
0: have any comment on this woman? Or her, 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 her post, rather?
3: Yeah, it's, it's, it's unnecessary. <laughs>
0: I agree. Although one of the comments says, use before dates are normally lower than what they really are, and then has a website that says www.stilltasty.com. Yes, I've been there. Oh, Oh, Oh. yeah? Yeah, yeah. Joe is is truly a product of college. I get it. (laughs) He didn't didn't really
1: go to college. (laughs)
0: Really? (laughs) I'm surprised. Um, so yeah, there's the disboards thing for today. It wasn't too; it was a little mild because I didn't, couldn't find anything that was truly eatable today. Because we just um, recorded our episode for today's show yesterday, and I just used up all the good ones already. <laughs> you
1: know what? Can, can I uh, can I leave you with with some food for thought? No pun intended.
0: Uh, there was definitely a pun intended. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Please. So uh you, you know the the use of the R word right um I was just watching a video that a friend of mine had had reshared out cuz that's basically what Facebook is at this point it's just a bunch of resharing of other people's reshares of other people's reshares absolutely and and it was a whole video about the the R word and the use and how uh this this uh, reporter or, or person did this video on this guy he uh he, I think he lives in New York. He's, uh, he, he's actually homosexual and he has Down syndrome. And they were talking; she was talking with the mom and how, you know, how the R word affects, you know, how how it makes her feel and and her son feel. And her son's, I guess, he's probably in his like tw- late twenties or thirties or something, something to that effect. But I mean, she was pretty matter of fact about it. Uh, the 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 person doing the interview. And I was thinking to myself, so let me get this straight. We don't want to, uh, offend people with the R word. And I, and I, I, try to, I try to stay away from it. I don't really like to offend people, you know, all that stuff. But, um, but yet the words down syndrome, uh, that, that doesn't have a negative connotation. So you don't want to use the R word because that's a negative, you know, it's a negative word putting down a whole subsect of people, um, but but down syndrome isn't negative. Right. I was like, well, Where does it? Where does it and my question is, where does it end? Agreed. Like, it, like any word at that point can be offensive to anybody at any point. I, I don't. Again, not that I use the word, not that I'm defending people that use the word. Uh, it, you know, it's your choice. If you choose to, that's fine. But where, where does it end?
0: I, I actually 100% agree. I actually talked about this. I had a random rant uh, when Simone was out, where I kind of just went off out of nowhere. I don't even know how I got on topic of it, but we talked about I we I talked about the word midget, and how you know it, that suddenly became offensive. Just like tranny suddenly became offensive just a couple of years ago. Tranny was never a problem before, but now it's it's it, you got to say trans. Um, and, and again, when when is it going to be that trans becomes offensive and now we have to use something else? Midget now is little people, and little people I think is way more offensive than midget.
3: I think little people is definitely more. I don't know. That just sounds offensive. Like it's like you're a little person. Yeah. So you're not a full person. You're just just because you're like shorter. You're I don't know. That
0: that, that kind of bothers me. Like my my mother is offended by the song Short People. Which is stupid because it's 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 a joke. It's it's Randy Newman singing about what, kind of the same thing of oh uh, you know uh, oh yeah you don't like someone because you're black you don't like someone because they're brown or green or orange or purple well how about this well I don't like you because you're short it's a stu- it's it's making fun of the whole <laughs> racism con- it's like hey stop it when does it end the same kind of concept but my mom still gets offended by it because she's short she's not a midget. But she's short, and she doesn't like it. Um, I always make fun of her for it, but that's just me. Um, but I completely agree. It's just words and the banning of words and the changing of words. It's, it, this is like a concept that's kind Not I'm not going to say new, but it kind of is new because when something is like a medical term, as, as you're saying, like, like, like Downs, that's what they, it's Down syndrome. It's a syndrome that they have. It's what they have. But that, yes, one day you're not going to be able to say that. Just like you, they used to say, the child is retarded or whatever, and now they can't say that anymore.
1: But yeah, because that used to not be an offensive term until we turned it into an offensive ex- term.
0: Exactly.
1: And eventually we'll turn down syndrome into a, an offensive term. And now the other ones. you know, uh, Tosh, I, I'm a huge fan of Daniel Tosh. And uh, he did a, 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 a whole sketch about this where he had, like, uh like four different you know four different people from four different races, and he just like made up terms and he read out the terms and if it offended somebody in the on the four or five people he had on his panel, they raised their hand and said why that was offensive right and uh some of the words that he came up with is like how is this like how is this offensive and it was funny because the the one the one, <laughs> the one white girl she was probably like in her twenties and um it was it was a word that I guess it was I forget what it was, but he, she raised her hand as if it was offensive to black people. And the black guy said, well, wait, why? How is that offensive? Why is that offensive you, to you? Yeah. And she's like, well, I don't know about you people. And, and then guy's oh, like, oh, oh, you people? Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is Daniel Tosh, was like, come on, really? <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: But, see, but that's, what, that's exactly what I was saying. And it's kind of a point I made up on the other thing. The people who get offended... About like things that have to do with with, with black people is white people, because I, all my friends who are black have no problem being called black. they say that's what we are, but white people for some reason, you can't say, oh, he's the black guy down the hall can't say that
1: but well he is You know what it is and i I've had a a conversation with with a good friend of mine, Michelle, about this and because I never know what to say. I don't like to label people. In fact, it's one of my things in my book is, is not to label people. Right. Um, which is funny because just a few chapters later, I label people as quote-unquote geeks and nerds or, or pop culture. But it's um, a positive thing. Yeah, it, it actually is very much a positive thing. So it, it, it really all is about context and, and how you're using the word, right? Are you using it in a negative way? or Because or, like, somebody says the word, it, you know, it's like if you said the word Mexican... Is that a negative term now?
0: That's what they are.
1: It, it, well, in America we seem to demonize people who are Mexican. We 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 do because it's like, oh, they must be illegal or they, you know, something to that effect. And it's like, well, that's why is that have to what, that that's the nationality. I can't like I can't help but, but describe somebody uh, based upon uh, a nationality, especially if they're coming at me with an accent and or told me that they're from Mexico. Like, what do you call? Oh, well, they're Mexican. They're Mexican. But yeah. here's why. Here, here's why, right? It all comes back to a, a, a fat old white guy named Archie Bunker.
2: <laughs>
1: and that's what it comes down to, right? Because so, when, when you say, when you describe somebody as being uh, black or, or Asian or, or whatever, uh, or white, it, the the first thing that comes into my mind is Archie Bunker making a racist comment about that race, right? And and it's it's suddenly given a negative connotation, and that's something I had been watching since I was little, right? It of course, just me too, right? And well, Archie, it was funny, All in the Family yeah. was funny, but the thing was, was it it did show racism, uh, and it you know it joked about racism, but that that's what comes to my mind. It's like, well, I don't want to be an Archie Bunker, right. I don't want to be you know old fat white guy that it just hates everybody because of their skin color or where they're from or their background. Right. And and that's it's like that's exactly what I try not to be. So it, it, it's tough because it, it makes you uh, want to not, li- well, in my mind, it makes me not want to label anybody because it's like, well, I just don't want to offend anybody. But at the, in the same time, tar- in the same term, I think that we should celebrate those differences.
0: Right. No, and I absolutely agree. Now, in terms of, Labeling, some, I, it is one, labeling and describing are two completely different things, I think. And if, I mean, I would never say that retard down the hall. That is an a, if anybody who would actually say that and mean it is a monster if it's actually somebody who has Down syndrome. Now, if I call my friend something like that, I feel like that's a completely different meaning. It's like, it, you know what I mean? It's kind of like when we were kids. The word gay didn't mean homosexual. It just—it was just something you called somebody. It was like a different meaning for it. Um, it's kind of like how, you know, there's a lot of words that have more than one meaning. But now everything gets lumped together, and people are now getting offended by it. It's not okay to say certain things. Fine. My point is, when you're describing somebody, if somebody says "which guy down the hall," and I say "Joe," well, you're Joe, so that doesn't make sense. Okay. So I say, uh, I'll say, uh, "Mike, random Mike down the hall." Well, which one is Mike? You got the black one. <laughs> like, it's, it's not I'm not being trying to be offensive, and I don't think that he would have been offended at all. It's just, I got to describe him in some way. I would want someone to say the white one. if it, it would make it easier for the conversation to go. It's 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 all it's all relative. I feel like I don't feel what like they said the Jewish,
1: Jewish looking guy.
0: Jew, see, you said Jewish looking. I just said the black guy. He was black. If they said the Jewish kid down the hallway, I have no problem with that.
1: Well, if he's wearing a yarmulke or has the curls going on, then I guess it would be a lot easier to identify. Right.
0: If he said Jews to me, I would say, how would you know that? It would be Italian. Yeah, hey, that's true. <laughs> yeah, because that's what I'm saying. Judging based on looks is one thing, but, like, judging based on what you are and, you know, is a whole nother. But you're right. I mean, it's a thin line because, yeah, somebody could get offended because I would never. Like, that. you can call me whatever I am. You can call me the Jew. You can call me the white guy. I'm not going to get offended. You can even you can call me the punk because that's the, the music I listen to. Again, I'm never going to get offended. It's just not me. But but everybody. I mean, people have different levels.
1: So right, you, and it, that's it, the problem. You don't know right. like you, exactly. You, you don't know who who you're talking to or what the you know what the level of offense that they can uh, yeah. rapidly take. And that's and that's really. Uh, it, it makes it it makes it difficult to live and it, it definitely makes it more and more difficult as time goes on but uh I don't know sorry I took you down this way different path away from disney <laughs> hey, it's,
0: it's okay you know what as i said i went off on the almost a very similar topic not that long ago when we were doing a disboard rant so when i again it was i was by myself i was arguing with me so <laughs> yeah so i mean you make a very good point and I'm still going to say what I say, but, I mean, I think people nowadays are a lot easier offended. I think it has to do with the way that kids are brought up nowadays, I, you know, about um, the everybody gets a trophy thing, which I personally don't believe in. I know that you work with kids, so it's it's maybe you have a different view in your head. No, not but-
2: really.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think everyone should just get a trophy.
2: Yeah.
0: So, yeah, so there you go. And that's that's why people are so easily offended nowadays because they feel like they deserve – a lot, whatever. But it doesn't matter. People are going to be, regardless of how I feel, they're going to be offended. You know, if you do, sorry. You know, don't listen to us.
3: Yeah, In the the age of Facebook, everybody will get offended no matter what you post, and that's why, like, with politics and such, like, I don't, like, post anything political. I just like things, so it's like, oh, okay, I support you, but I'm not going to post about it, because I'd rather just not get into an argument.
0: Yeah,
1: I'd rather do it in person. Uh, I, don't know. I, I try to encourage conversation. I've, I've tried it a couple of times. A couple of people have come out and, and been quite offended by what I said and, and were like, oh, I don't post politics. You shouldn't post it either or, or religion. And I'm like, well, <laughs> the right. To. Well, we got like 30 comments going here and you're coming out of nowhere left field to say that you, 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 know, that I'm in the wrong when all I'm doing is encouraging and interested in what other people's perspectives are on say, gay marriage. Right, like and, you know, I'm interested in hearing the other side of the argument, not just my own.
0: And, and you know, and I, I feel the same way. I don't, I don't do it on Facebook, um, mainly because I don't want to know about you know, about, like there's certain friends like that I have that I know are completely the opposite belief system as me. And I, I kind of don't want to get into it because I don't want to not be friends with them because I know that they're the type of people who don't argue well, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, it becomes a fight, and then it becomes I I don't want to speak to you again type thing. So I don't go politics online, although everybody knows it because of my punk background. They, are, they know how super liberal I am and, and, and what have you. When I get into it, it's in person and, of course, on my show.
1: <laughs> and on
0: other people's shows sometimes. <laughs> So, but uh, we do have to cut this now. And um, thank you so much for coming on, Joe.
1: No, thank you for having me. It's been an uh, enlightening uh, hour, hour and a half.
0: Yeah, it's gonna. It, it, it'll uh, about. Yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> it's been <laughs> about two hours. It's been, it's been about, an about an two hours, hour, but we'll edit it down, down to an hour and a half, probably.
1: It'll be good, man.
0: Uh, Let me just say my goodbyes here. Um, Everybody, you know where to find us. Rate and review us on iTunes. It's easy to search us out. Just type in Mouse Rants. You probably know that already because you're listening to us right now. Um, Also, you can go to mouserants.tk. That's the website. You just click on hate mail if you want to send us a little comment or something. We read a lot of hate mails on the show. Of course, not all of them. Sometimes we will just write back to you, but we get back to everybody who writes to us. Um, besides that, you can also go to blogspot.com if you want to, you know, avoid all the nonsense and you just want to download the episode. Um, and that's really it. Remember, when you do rate and review us, to give us five stars, but then you can write whatever the fuck you want underneath it. You could say I hate Jerry Skids, as long as you give us five stars because it knocks us up a little bit. So uh, <laughs> that's really it. Thanks again, Joe, for coming on. Thanks, Simone, for being fun as always. And you know, talking about Romans book burning.
3: Yeah, and now I'm gonna get yelled at by
0: you for Yell that. Yelled at? No, laughed
3: at. Laughed at? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those darn for, books. I know, and for enjoying Hormel, <laughs> uh, whatever, like pot roast or whatever the hell it was that I. Needed.
0: Again, you were eight. It's okay. No, okay. Not... <laughs>
2: well,
1: I'm glad. Joe, do you have a final, a final uh, word to say before I say goodbye? Uh. You know, again, thanks for having me. Go out and be yourself and uh, just go figure out what your dream is and, and chase after it. That's awesome. And, Joe, you, you never,
0: you didn't plug your shit yet. You got to plug your site.
1: Uh, so, yeah, you can get to everything I do uh, from Adventuratorium to Dreamers Podcast to my book, everything if you go to joepardo.net, P A R D O.net. That's
0: great. and And, again, your book.
1: Uh, It's called Joe Pardo's 31 Life-Changing Concepts. The podcast is Dreamers Podcast. You can get there directly from howtodream.co. That's
0: right. And again, you can get it on the Kindle for 99 cents. It's a fucking bargain. If you don't have a dollar to spare for fucking amazing literature, you are an ass. So (laughs) go out there, buy his book. He's already on the fucking top. He's on the top. What did, you, what did you get? You got number one in what? No. Uh,
1: personal transformation. I was I, my book was bigger, uh, was higher up than a book about finding God.
0: You see that? Woo-hoo! Just yeah. like John Lennon, Joe Pardo
1: is bigger. Whoa! Whoa! Oh. Whoa.
0: <laughs> whoa! Whoa!
1: Whoa! Whoa! I'm not making a Beatles mistake here. Come oh, on now. Okay. I said
0: I, I didn't say it yet. I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: little not jinx man. All right!
0: All right! All right! you gotta, you got to keep him at that number one spot. Just, just keep buying that book again. It's only a do- If you give him a buck, what is that going to take you? A coffee? You can't even get coffee for a buck anymore.
1: You get pizza up there.
0: Here? Oh, yeah, shitty pizza. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's true. A dollar. Buy that book. You're going to love it, regardless of anything. You might as well fucking get it on the Kindle. Joe, thank you again for coming. Thank you. I'll see you later.
3: Yo, bye, suckers.
1: Later, fuckers. <laughs>
0: Some updated uh, options as well. And, and it, it's interesting because not only, you know, is there always being technological advances and, you know, just advances in general um, in terms of, like, uh, you know, being able to save the environment and, and things that you could possibly do, but you, you, I forgot what I was going to fucking, my point was going to be, so there you go. But, indeed, <laughs> holy shit, what? I went off on a tangent about nothing. What? I'm an asshole. Um, I really don't know what I was about to say,
2: but um, I was trying to
0: relate it back to the universe of energy, which I'm going to do right now. Anyway, I'm just going to shoot into it. Oh, you know what? I didn't have a hate mail. I did have a disboard thing. You want to do that real quick? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So let's backtrack real quick. That was rewinding. Um, so, Good <laughs> job. <laughs> thank you. Um, Joe, how are you doing? No. Um, all right. I had used Create Space to do my last Street Army gospel album. Um, they, same thing, they char- They tried to make me charge, like, such a high amount for a fucking hard copy CD. And I got some sales off of MP3, and I, I kept it that way. I didn't get one person besides myself buying the CD. But I bought that CD so I could have it, and, like, when I have kids, I could be like, Your father had a CD once! <laughs> it's a punk rock CD!
1: And <laughs> they'll be like, what's a CD? Yeah, seriously.
0: they me what
3: the hell.
1: freaking old people, man. <laughs> what
3: is this newfangled equipment? No. <laughs> <What? clears throat>